Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Colts' likelihood to go to the playoffs. We're also going to talk a little bit about Butler basketball in trouble at halftime, down 33-21 against Texas A&M in the Maui Invitational, which is oddly being played in Las Vegas. Hit subscribe, punch like, ring the bell, let's go, let's talk about sports. This is Inside Indiana Sports, now with Kent Sterling. It's Tuesday, November 23rd, 2021, brought to you by the great people at mybookie.ag. MyBookie is a place to go. I'm going to release a great deal tomorrow. You're going to want to sign up tomorrow. Breakfast with Kent, we'll have tomorrow. You'll learn all about it inside Indiana Sports. Right now, tomorrow afternoon, you're going to learn about it too. Great deals at my bookie that I've got for you. All right, let's talk about the Colts. Uh, The Colts' playoff likelihood. Here's what it is. Right now, they got a 72% chance to go to the playoffs, a 7% chance of winning the division, and a 1% chance of winning the Super Bowl. That number, winning the division, is roughly 1 in 14. All right? That is much better than it was just a week ago. The Titans lost to Houston. The Colts, they won at Buffalo. Off we go. Um, if the Bucks. If the Colts beat the Bucs and the Titans lose to the Patriots, here's what happens to those numbers. The odds of going to the playoffs move up to 84%. The odds of winning the division, 17%. And the odds of winning the Super Bowl, 5%. If the Colts beat the Bucs and the Texans and the Titans lose to the Pats, odds of going to the playoffs, 91%. Odds of winning the division go up to 20%. Odds of winning the Super Bowl go up to 6%. So you see, this is how it works. As long as you keep winning, the percentages keep going up. And that's a good thing. The most likely, and I'll tell you why in a minute, the most likely outcome is that the Colts find their way to 10-7. and At 10-7, and it's really, really likely they go to the playoffs. And here is why it's likely to be uh, 10-7. and Right now, they're 6-5. and They've got six games remaining. 
The game against the Bucs, they have a 50%, uh, 54% likelihood of winning. The game at Houston, a 76% chance. The game against New England here, a 57% chance. At Arizona, 37%. Against the Raiders, at Lucas Oil Stadium, 79%. And at the Jaguars, 80%. If you total all that up and divide it by six, you come out with 64%, which leads you to believe the math, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe my uh, Algebra 1 kind of uh, mind is still working sufficiently to figure this out. You win about two-thirds of these games, which means that over the last month and a half of the season, the Colts are going to go four and two. At four and two plus six and five, you got 10 and seven, and boom, off you go to the playoffs. All right. The Buccaneers, they are five and zero at home, and they have scored more or 30 or more points in every game they've played in Tampa. On the road, they're two and three, and they have not scored 30 points in any of those five games. That's the stark difference between the Tampa Bay Bucks at home and on the road. This game, thank God, the Colts are playing it at Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, it, it, these are just interesting numbers to me. All right, the Colts, their turnover differential is plus 15. The Bucks is plus 5. Turnover percentage, the Colts, 6.8% of their drives end in a turnover. That number is about double for the Bucks at 11.6. The number... Uh, or the percentage that the uh, the Colts score each per, uh, each drive, 45.8 for the Bucks, 44.6. And the penalty differential, we don't talk enough about penalties. The Colts don't get penalized a lot. They have committed 19 fewer penalties than their opponents. The Buccaneers, they have committed 26 more penalties than their opponents. Penalties are going to have something to do with the outcome of this game, as will turnovers, of course, as will the ability to run the ball. The Colts' rushing yards per game, 147, that's fourth in the NFL. The Bucks have the stingiest run defense in the NFL. They give up an average of 78 yards per game. That's first. The difference between 147 and 78, this is just kind of coincidentally funny to me, 69. Now, the Bucks' passing yards per game, 314, that is first in the NFL. The Colts' defensive passing yards per game, 246. The difference there, 68. So the difference between what the Colts do best and what the Bucks do best at stopping, the difference is 69. Flip those around, the difference is 68 for the, uh, the Bucks. Uh, by the way, the Bucks, 7 of 14 stopping teams on fourth down conversions. Don't get greedy, Frank Reich. Don't do it. Take points when you can get them. Have we learned nothing? Uh, Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman, very, very similar guys. Uh, Goodwin is uh, 63, uh, or Godwin, I'm sorry. Godwin, 63 of 83, catching football for 782 yards. Pittman, 57 of 81, 752 both with five touchdowns. But then the the difference for the Buccaneers really stands out in terms of depth at receiver. If Antonio Brown plays this week, that's a big deal for them. Mike Evans, too. Mike Evans, 10 touchdowns. That's twice as many as Godwin has. Um, and, and then you've got Gronkowski, who may play this weekend 
For the Colts, who you got? You got T.Y. Hilton, you got Zach Paschal, you got Ashton Doolin. Uh, you know what? The Buccaneers have really good weapons on the exterior of that offense. Now, Leonard Fournette, Jonathan Taylor, there is no comparison between those two. Jonathan Taylor, the best healthy running back in the NFL. Leonard Fournette, not. The guys who are going to try to attack Carson Wentz when he throws, Shaq Barrett is really, really good. And Dominican Sue, really, really good. Barrett with five and a half sacks. And Dominican Sue with three. 24 total sacks for the Bucks, 23 sacks for the Colts. Although, Quiddy Pay, getting better. Dio Odangbo, getting better. Those two guys are starting to move toward that game wrecking type mentality that Chris Ballard and Frank Reich want out of those two guys. That's why they were drafted. Let's talk about Indiana basketball. So, I mean, what does that mean, right? What are we talking about? Are the Colts going to beat the Bucs? I think they do this week. The Bucs don't play well on the road, like I said. I think it's that simple. They're 2-3 and three on the road, 5-0 and oh at home. They got a short week because they played last night. So the, the turnaround's quick. They're traveling. That makes it even quicker. And the Colts, they've been kicking back, feeling really good about themselves after beating the Bills. The only injury of note for the Colts right now is Quentin Nelson. Nobody knows whether he's going to play or not this coming weekend, given that Chris Reed has been really good as a fill-in guard, either for Glowinski or for Nelson. You don't feel like that is a reason that you're going to lose, right? You hope that Quentin Nelson's good to go, though. Uh, Indiana tonight against Jackson State. Jackson State straight up sucks. They're terrible. They are a bad basketball team. They are ranked in Ken Palm 285th because they've lost every single game this year, including a game to California Baptist, who I didn't even know had a basketball program. Hell, I didn't know it was a university. That's who Jackson State has lost to. There's no sin in losing to Illinois as Jackson State did. But losing to California Baptist, uh, no, no, no. Louisiana Tech, another team that they lost to. They've got Chance Moore, who's 6'8". They've got Javius McKinnis at 6'7", who's a good rebounder. But overall, they're really not very good. They do hit 38.8% of their threes. Uh, Mike Woodson should tell his players. That's what he should do. This is my school leadership. All right. If they score 40... If we allow Jackson State to score 40, we're going to be in here on Thanksgiving morning at 7 o'clock, and we're going to be back on Thanksgiving afternoon at 5 o'clock for ball-busting practices. If they're under 40, we're going to have Thanksgiving off. You're all going to come to my house. I'm going to fill you with turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and everything. But if they get more than 40 points, we're going to be in here and we're going to be running. Like, you can't believe. No. But, yes. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if kids respond to that kind of thing anymore. And, frankly, I don't know that they ever did. But that's what I would do. You threaten them with the worst possible thing just to keep their minds in the game on the defensive end, possession to possession to possession, which you've got to keep doing. You've built some momentum defensively. That first game against Eastern Michigan, I didn't think was very good. Then they got better, you know, against Northern Illinois and against St. John's. St. John's a little wobbly, but I thought they were pretty good, especially early. And then this last game, I thought they were tremendous against Louisiana. 
tonight, let's hope they're tremendous again because a week from tonight, they got Syracuse. And Syracuse is no slouch despite that jacked-up 2-3 uh, defense that I absolutely hate. Um, Jackson State is not predicted to win before Christmas. They're not going to win tonight. Indiana's going to win, but this is an opportunity to get better against a team like Jackson State. And then they've got a game coming up this weekend, another opportunity to get better against a challenged team. So you can start this thing 6-0, go into Syracuse with some momentum, and really play good defense. I, I think that Indiana's got a shot to really start this season on a bit of a roll. You, you don't have anybody that really scares you a bunch. Maybe Wisconsin, because Brad Davison is like 32 years old and a grown-ass man playing in Madison. But other than that, you've got Nebraska, you've got Syracuse, you, you've got Notre Dame in the, I think, the final Crossroads Classic. I think Indiana's got a chance to get off to a really, really good start and build towards something as they get to the shank of the Big Ten season. We'll see. Um, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy says, there's no truth to the reports that Thursday is going to be my last game. Listen, Matt, here's the way people get fired. I don't know whether Matt Nagy's been fired before, but the way you get fired is that nobody tells you in advance you're going to get fired. The one person in the world who cannot answer authoritatively as to whether he is going to be fired is Matt Nagy. The Bears are a joke. The, bear, the Bears are a terrible organization frankly, from, from the very top all the way through. It's just, it, it's not a winning organization. And I didn't understand when, but the Colts and the Bears, their openings occurred simultaneously, right? And Matt Nagy, with a background with the Chiefs, so he and Chris Ballard have kind of chewed some of the same soil together. You know, it, I, I thought, well, and Nagy, he's a pretty good coach. He'd kind of fit here, and people are like, oh, no, 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 no. He'll only go to Chicago. Why would he go to Indianapolis? Indiana, they, Indianapolis, they got that owner, and, and this just isn't going to work, and blah, 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 all this crap. And I, what are you talking about? How are the Bears seen as an organization that, where you have a better opportunity to win than with a Colts? The Colts were the winningest organization in the 2000s. This past decade, they've gone to the playoffs five times. The Bears, not, not terrible under Nagy. That first year, 12-4, and four, really good. Then the next two years, 8-8, eight 8-8. Eight, eight eight. So not great. This year, not so good. That trade for Khalil Mack was just ridiculous. You cannot give up what they gave up. You gave up a lot of money, number one, to Khalil Mack with that extension. And then you gave up two ones. You swapped a two for a three, right? Or, or you got a, a two, gave them a three. You got a five, gave them a six. What they did with those picks is ridiculous. They got Josh Jacobs, the Raiders did. And then they took Damon Arnett, who, as we know, is no longer with the program. Because on social media, he threatened somebody with a gun. What are you doing? I, the Raiders, what, talk about a bad organization. They're just the worst. Anyway, that was a terrible trade all around. I don't think anybody did well. The Raiders were never going to do what they should have with those draft picks, right? They could have taken Jonathan Taylor instead of Damon Arnett, you know? They, they, they could have done some work with those picks. What they did, not work. Josh Jacobs was pretty good the first two years, though. 
At any rate, what a great weekend we got ahead of us. With the Colts playing, we got the Pacers hosting the Lakers tomorrow night. We have Indiana playing tonight and this weekend. We got Purdue playing Friday. We got all kinds of great stuff. A bevy of sport delights, and uh, I'm thankful for that and so much else. Thankful for you for watching and interacting. The comments, I always love the comments. I spend a lot of time answering the comments because they're just terrific. And so thanks very much. If you haven't subscribed, do like, ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. Let's go. Let's go Colts. Let's go Pacers, who were great last night, beating the living hell out of the Bulls. Look, I love the Bears. I love the Bulls. I love the Cubs. I even love the Sox. The Hawks, eh. what they did in 2010, all those people are gone. McDonough's gone. You know, uh, Quinville's gone. All these guys, they're out of the organization. But wow, what they did was just reprehensible. At any rate, love the city of Chicago. Love Chicago sports fans. But the Bears. And I love Lake Forest. Are you kidding me? I grew up in Lake Bluff and Lake Forest, for God's sake. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning. We'll talk to you later tonight after Indiana kicks a living hell out of Jackson State. That's what we'll do. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.